You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Adam Hill, chill out right here. It's a new year, a new show. I appreciate y'all. Got the friends in the building. Kentron is back. What up? What's up, Kentrumentals? Chilling, man. Out here playing. I feel like I'm in a video game right now. You you always surprise me with the fucking intro song, dude. Well, this is, this is the music that inspires me, man. You know, checking out uh, Street Fighter 2 levels and stuff like that. You know what I love? I love, like, you're playing and you're jamming and I ask you a question and your fingers just get off the keyboard. Because I can't talk and play. It's hard, man. It's, it's, too, it's too much going on. I can't, I can't do it. But you can sing and play, right? Yeah, I can sing and play. But you can't talk and play. You can't just, it, like... It depends. Like, it, it all depends. You haven't practiced? You haven't sat at home, like, during quarantine and just, like... Played and just talk to yourself and no, see if you can do it. No, no, it's, it's like it's like to play and talk. You have to like you have to like play a chord. You know, like what's going on, Adam? And I gotta be like, I feel like I'm a church. I gotta hit a chord <laughs> before you speak a sentence. Yeah, I like Alicia. Alicia Keys does it, and John Legend. They be like talking and playing the keys. Well, I'm not as good as them. You know you're saying, you're right? way more talented. I don't ever say that out your mouth again, die. It's good to see you. I hope you had a good new year. Hope you had a good holiday. It's all right. It was cool. It was all right. Yeah, you know, on the on the social distance tip, pretty much, you know, because we can't really do too much. That's right. That's right. Well, it it still feels like the holidays in here because everybody in the building got gifts today. My next, uh, my my first guest of 2021 has been a friend of mine. Uh, you know, I've seen him, uh, uh, seen him out here. Making it happen, uh, uh, you know, just love smoking weed, love love marketing, loves fashion. I think you're the f- most stylish dude I know that has a that has a, a, a brand, dude. I don't think I've seen anyone else that customized their fit as much as you. I'm talking about Nick the Piff. The Piff is in the building. One of my favorite strains. You know me. I love my hazes. I love the sativas. I always be fucking looking for him. I'm on the search, and I found the man. He calls himself the Piff, dude, because he got it. What's going on, fellas? How you doing? Thank you for having me, Adam. You know, it's a oh, pleasure Nick. to be uh, on your show, 2021 first guest. Yeah, you know, we're always just weird. It's just weird for me to like ask friends to come on my podcast because we like conversate and I just the podcast. But I'm like, you know what, dude? I like people need to hear Piff's story, dude. This yeah. fool, this fool's, you know, East Coast, West Coast is is tied in with the music industry. Tough. I've seen he's have credits. He's worked with amazing musicians, some of your favorite rappers. He has credits on their songs. He has some amazing weed. Rappers be shouting his weed all the time. I be hitting them up for weed uh, because I, I need flavors, and he has certain flavors that that only he can get. So you know that that's what is that's what's cool about being in SoCal in LA. You get you know certain people have certain flavors. You know sometimes you might want OG, sometimes you want some purple, sometimes you might want some cookies, sometimes you might want some haze, sometimes you want some bubba, sometimes you might want some sour. Like it doesn't matter, but someone always has what you're looking for, and Piv always has something that I'm interested. In. And he's created an amazing brand, a compliant brand, and he's in shops now. And it's just good to see you, Don. I'm glad to have you on Hell the yeah. show, dude. Oh yeah, and I think one of the, the the things that me and you always connect on is the fact that you really love cannabis you know like you're you, you, you love all strains if it's grown proper if it's right you know you're, you're interested it inspires you you want to see something different and it's not like everybody else that hey we want one terp profile or we want to smoke one kind of bud you know 
And um, that's someone. That's because like they're fake smokers. Yeah, that's fake, fake, fake uh, <laughs> potheads. Because if you're a real pothead, it's like you know, almost. I don't, you know, every strain should excite you. Some people have their preference with you know sativas and, and indicas, and I respect that. You know, but um, it's like food. Like you're not yeah. gonna eat. You, you might find a, a dish you like, but you ain't gonna eat that dish every fucking day. You're yeah. gonna be like, yo, baby. Sometimes I want a fucking soup. Sometimes I want steak. Sometimes I want chicken. I think you know the, the 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 thing I realized the reason I like it so much is because get closer to the mic, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you know, all these strains do different things to you. It is it, it is the truth, you know. Like there's so many different things that go behind you know genetics and what each individual plant will actually do to you. So I think for me it's like smoking you know each each one each time and trying them out is is. Is what I, you know, I I, I yearn for because yeah. I, I want to fucking get the next high, the next new dope strain, or that you know, entourage effect, the certain turfs with the certain THC percentages, yeah. and the surf it like puts you places. It's like hearing a song and it just puts you in a moment, or getting that turp on your tongue. You're like, mm, I remember this shit. Yeah. I remember middle school. I had this shit. Now, now, man, you just start telling a story about that time you had that flavor. Trying to figure out <laughs> like, where, where I need that again. It where just, was that? Where did I try that? Where did I taste that before? That's this. That's that. You know, it's it's the, it's the that's the industry. That, this is how it is. But um, you know, it's crazy now because there is fucking a new strain every day. Like every day, someone mentions a new cross, a new breed, a new cultivar, whatever the fuck, whatever noun you want to use. But uh, uh, it's just crazy. And, and to see the evolution of the strains and the consistency of quality is just. Pretty good, dude. Well, look, that's I think that's the beauty about the cannabis business, just like any other industry. You know, you you have the ability, whoever you are out there that really enjoys it, that really wants to grow something special. And if you have that mindset to actually, you know, grow it, you know, do your branding, take it to market, do the legwork to go to stores, meet people, brand yourself and go out there, that that gives you an opportunity. You're not you're not out of this you know, uh, industry, even if you're a small uh, grower or a small person, you still have the ability to access all these amazing seed yes. banks. Shout out, you know, Tree Star Seed Bank out there, Exotic Genetic Mics. You know, these guys are making some wonderful things that people are, are you know, continuously able to, uh, 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 you know, again, it's, it's the beauty of having something special and new each time and, you know, and being ahead of that curve and doing that is, is, is what excites me. And, and, I'm looking forward to 2021 from several. Uh, um, I want to try all all the cool companies out there, you know, all the nice pot from everybody. Hell yeah, dude. I, 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 that's what I'm excited about, uh, uh, to see what what's new in 2020. I think my favorite strain that came out of 2020, because, you know, every year there's, like, a new strain that hits the market that's, like, the hype shit. You know, everyone knows. I mean, OG was running it for a minute. You know, before OG, you had, like, the Northern Lights and the White Widows. And the hazes, and then like you know, in the thousands, you started getting like the the uh, fucking the cookies and the gelatos. Yep. But I think in 2020, my favorite strain that came out was the Zaza. Oof. The Zaza. Yeah, I mean, I don't think any other uh, strain had as as much of as an impact to the culture and to the uh, uh, staying as a, as a staple in well, the, the game. You know, and, and that's what it is. It's that flavor profile. It's the effect. It's just like, and now these days, I, I hate to say it, but it's a big part of it is the branding and marketing behind strains. Like, I love the Piff logo. I love the colors. I love 
Like, all your merch you do is amazing. This ashtray you gave me is fucking probably my favorite gifted ashtray I've gotten. And I've gotten a lot of ashtrays. But it's just, like, so animated and gold and black. It's just classic. And whatever I have in this blunt is delicious, dude. Yeah, yeah. Anytime you're like, here, try this. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Anytime Nick says try this, I'm with it, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's go, baby. You know, we're, we're, smoking, <laughs> we're smoking that Cherry Jane from Lumpy's Flowers right now. You know, one of my favorite strains. And actually, it's cool because... When you know a couple a couple years back when the show was going on, this was one of the beautiful strains that I had that helped you know the brand evolve because it just co-signed like hey this guy's got good shit from you know reputable places he knows reputable people and he'll have the actual right flower so like you know it's nice to be here today because we were smoking this a year and a half two years ago at the at the at the shows and not even you know and now we're here and it's right. you know what i mean so oh oh, oh the seshes the yeah. seshes yeah yeah yeah, sesh. yeah yeah shout out to the sesh you oh know? yeah well, no we put a lot of people on in the sesh man I, we've created a lot of businesses and and created a lot of trappers and <laughs> formed a lot of friendships yeah. and it, yeah. it was a good time in la uh it was a good time in la man unfortunately the laws changed and now we got corona so events are just yeah, I mean, you know, those that event for me was was amazing. You know, you were one of the people who I Look, was always seeing out and uh, uh, you know always <laughs> inspiring me. I support good people, and, and especially if those good people have products I fuck with, like a hundred percent. And being at those sessions, you've seen it. There was like 40, 50 tables, and not every table had shit that. I, I'm a real smoker, okay? Right. Like, I enjoy good weed. Yes, there's deals out there. I could get ounces for like fifty bucks or whatever. <laughs> But I'm not like, I'm not like, you know, trying to get them fucking, I'm trying to get good weed, dude. And, and you know, there'd be a couple tables that I'd fuck with and yeah. your table, I'd be like, but yeah. this is it right here. I need that pip. Where's that haze at? Let me get these flavors. And it's just fucking, it's good, you know? And I, me smoking and being real and not just saying yes to every band, I feel like, you know, people believe me and they trust my opinion when I say shit's good or shit's bad. And, you know, purchasing or getting cannabis from certain brands, people were like, yo, if Adam's smoking it, let's fucking go, dude. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and that was definitely uh, uh, at those shows, you know, you always introduced me to wonderful people. Majority of the kids that ever, you know, that you always bring to my table were, were, were serious potheads and, you know, and still to this day will support the brand and, and you know, it, it means a lot. It just means a lot to... You know, and that's to anybody out there that wants to uh, get your brand going. And, and, you know, it's like if you own, uh, if you had a T-shirt brand, it'd, it'd be the same recipe. You know, somehow you got to get it out and you got to get to an event that, but you know, is It's also got to be something special and different sure. than all the other people. Like, sure. You got to stand out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like anyone can make a T-shirt company. Anyone can start a weed brand or something. But what's going to be different? What are you right. going to bring to the table right. that's going to draw an audience? Who, what what crowd are you going to create? Because sure. there's an audience for everybody. I look at some shit. I'm like, yo, this is the stupidest thing I've seen. But they got 10 million fucking followers and they're selling out at every show. I don't, I don't fucking get it, but people are into it. So, like... You can build an audience. You can build a crowd. Just stay passionate to what you do. And, and we're going back to that is we we're both passionate about this plant. Like, yeah. Like when was the first time you smoked weed? First time I smoked weed, I was 14 years old. What? Where 14, at? In, in, in New York. I was uh, behind in an alley, you know, one of my buddies and obviously rags and, you know, I didn't know what happened. I was like, damn, I, I didn't get high. You know, it, it didn't hit me. Maybe what I was didn't, it I like was, a joint, a blunt? It, it was a blunt. It was a blunt. I probably wasn't smoking it right or didn't know what was going on. Was, but I mean, how do you not smoke a blunt right? You just I hit fuck. it, right? It is. 
dude, you know, you, you, 14 years old, you know, you, 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 you're, you're anti-weed at that age. Your parents don't fuck with weed <laughs> and at all. And it's a blunt, so that's probably harsh as fuck at 14 with all the tobacco. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't hit me. It didn't hit me. I think it was till like a couple years later, like 16, you know, and I had my neighbor, Vinny, you know, he was... Uh, <laughs> such a New York Yeah, such a, such a New York... <laughs> Vinny Meatball of all names, Vinny. right? Vinny. So, you know, he, he was the fucking pothead of the neighborhood. And in our neighborhood... Hey, you did, not everybody was on that So it was like You stood out It was like Oh stay away from these guys They right. smoke weed you know So I was that guy Yeah yeah I'm sure you know? <laughs> I <was that> guy. <laughs> Adam's a bad kid dude Even though I was a great student And I was fucking great to the community I helped everyone out And I worked and shit it's that negative stigma that comes with weed, bro. It was a, it was like a soccer trip, I think, because I played a lot of soccer, so that's why I wasn't a, a pot smoker. For oh, you were an athlete. Yeah, I was like into the into drugs the, were bad. Yeah, it was like, oh my goodness, you know, you couldn't be doing that. So, I went to a trip in Florida, and we, uh, I got a fucking fifty vial of hydro. You know, I was like, wait a minute, this was a fifty vial. What yeah. does that even mean, dude? So like, you know, you know, <laughs> in, growing up in New York, they they, you know, uh, I think two grams was fifty bucks. Okay, you know? so that's what. And it's served in like a like a plastic vial, in a like, glass in a glass tube. You know, about like you know, yay long. You know, a little. Yeah, yeah, like a yeah, yeah. Not vial no, no. like vomit, vial like no, fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a vial, like a medical a vial. Glass, yeah, a yeah. Glass a little jar. Tube. Yep, yep, yep. It's like a little glass tube. So that's how we, you know, and so it looked all special, obviously. And I think we were like smoking in the back of my friend's van while his parents were driving. We we're taking bull hits out the window. They and didn't his know. Parents didn't know. They didn't know they were smoking cigarettes after cigarettes. So oh, like, and you guys were in the back. So and I was, was just... like in the back of this van, and I just was like, "Fuck <laughs> it, I'll try it." You know, I was like, I fucking took a bull rip, and it was like, it was like, were you coughing at all? I mean, we had like a blanket over <laughs> us. I'm sure I coughed, you know, but it was, it was. I remember just going back in, trying to hold a straight face, and and Vinny kinda... had the cool parents. Yeah, no, no, you know, this wasn't Vinny. You know, Vinny <laughs> oh. was the neighborhood kid who 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 started getting me on the. He got me the high. Oh, okay. At the time. So, got, so the first time you smoked that 14, it was some bush bullshit, yep. whack crap. You yep. didn't like it. And you're like, eh, I don't know if I'm into it. Yeah. You didn't really smoke that much. Right. And then 16 came around. You're like, all right, I'll give it another chance. 16 came around. I gave it another chance, you know, and um, and that was it. And that was it. And then I'm in love with Mary Jane. I, I never forget, you know, the moment <laughs> one, one of my uh, family members, you know, just was like, hey, I want to show you something, you know, and he just ends up showing me a wet branch. And I'm like. What the fuck is this? Where did you get this? He's like, I, you know, I, I really can't show you, but um, you know, if you ever, if you, if you need some stuff, I'll just hook you up, you know. And I was like, great. Next thing you know, two months later, I'm trimming. You know, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm trimming. You know, I'm trimming in, 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 in back home. You know, east, and uh, you know, I got some of my college buddies down, and we're fucking trimming. You know, and I'm, and I'm learning. The whole, you know, shit like the um, this, your uncle. No, this is a a family member of mine. Okay, just, just you we'll, know, we'll keep a family yeah. member, no problem. Yeah. So it's just, so, so it's, he's, you know. he knew he's like, all right, this kid got a passion for weed. Let me show yeah. him what's up. Let me see if he's really about it. Yep, they were they were they were doing their. their and you love the trimming. You're like, this is. I thought it was everything. I mean, I was. Uh, he was like you your know, sensei. It was sen like Mr. Miyagi, oh, and you were Daniel's son. He's like, let me show you the ways. That for sure, for sure, hundred <laughs> percent. You know, he was that person to me, at, and 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 you know, and I was uh, trimming, and you know, fell in love with it. Next thing you know, I'm like. You know, I'm going up to fucking school with the fucking trim. Just fucking trying to smoke the trim and, you know, don't worry about it. And, you know, became just super stoner, you know, played soccer during the whole time during college. But, uh, you know, that's just just passion. You know, I, I picked up on it, you know, young, obviously doing doing that on the East Coast. And 
then figured out there was somewhere called California. You know? <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, I kind of fit in with all these people. That's where they the fire's really, at. They fucking they they like me. They they they're all they love pot. You know, they don't frown upon it. You know, in New York, it's like you don't. We didn't get that growing up. People right. were like, oh, my God, you smoke. You smell like a skunk, you know, face on you. All that stupid shit. So it was, it was, for me, it was like, no, I'm not a bad dude, bro. I just want to fucking, you know, you don't know my story. You, yeah. know, maybe, you, you don't know, know me. Yeah. I just want to smoke some weed. Yeah. So, uh, so you were, so you had the passion. You were smoking. You said, fuck New York. They had laws whack. What's up with California? And you came out here. So... How did that? What you just said because of weed, I'm going to Cali, or what? what, no, what? I, I think at the time, what happened was, uh, so I was, I was. What were you doing? Like, yeah, like, I'll tell you exactly. So, like, so right there, were from, you a good? You were a good student. You were an athlete. You were on the soccer team. I'm guessing you went I, to college for soccer. So yeah, you got a scholarship. Yeah. yeah so I didn't. I Let didn't me get find a, out. Fucking I got, piff out here. I didn't have a scholarship. You know, I actually kind of, kind of even funnier situation. I mean, I was actually really bad in fucking school. You know, and I was uh, locked up. You know, during my last year of. Uh, Junior high school, uh, uh, you know, high school, and I'm um, sorry, yeah, high school, and I didn't really finish high school. In high school, I finished high school in Rikers Island, and I got my GD, you know, there. And um, damn, I got out, and I was kind of like, yo, where the, like, no one wants me, you know. I just fucking, I'm, I'm 19, fresh out of Rikers. What school wants me, you know? And then little do you know, like, this college up in in, in Ulster Community College, which is about two hours outside of New York. You know, this guy was a legend. He, you know, he coached the New York Cosmos at one point with Pele. Okay. So, so his name was George Visvari. And, um, you know, he reached out to my dad and he's like, look, I got a bunch of, you know, knucklehead rejects from fucking New York up here. That's all I do is recruit guys like your son, you know? Like, I'll, I'll fix his ass, you know? And then I, for me, it's like coming out of there and then going up to college. Having, yeah. And having, you know, I had a Romanian roommate. I walk in fresh out at Rikers and I got this kid and I'm like... You know, I'm, I'm sizing him. I'm like, what's up with this guy? He's, he's going to touch my shit. What's up? <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like the nicest kid in the world. You know what I mean? I love him to death. We still talk, you know? He's like, what the fuck is wrong with this yeah, guy? Yeah, he's like, what's up with this fucking, fucking weirdo? Fucking New Yorks, bro. Yeah, so I'm like I'm like in in, in, the, in the college. You're fucking, you're fucking New York out of jail. What's yeah. up, man? What the fuck? Yeah, you know, so he's he we, we just love soccer, though. So, like, we got along so well, you know, like. He was an amazing kid, you know. He was he on the team too? Or? Yeah, he was on the okay. team. You know, the, the, I think the coach purposely paired me up Booked with him. You guys, he barely, okay. barely spoke English and shit. Like, I, like, well, I couldn't even fucking <laughs> do any. Like, what was I gonna do? Like, you know, I was like, hey, let's go play soccer. Yeah. That's all we could do. So, um, yeah, that 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 was, you know, that part of my my uh, uh, two years I played up there. We did really well. We, you know, first first place in the, in the league. I was all American. Okay. Um, yep. You know, let I was, me find uh, out, yeah, dude. Bro, Piff was fucking scoring goals still. You know, <laughs> what and position were you? I played defensive mid, so you know I was kind of like the wrecking ball, like right. any, anything that came up that middle or Just you booted know. that shit out. Yeah, that, you know, kind of disrupted the play and 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 distributed. And to you my were making team. goals too. As... Oh, I would score. I would score. I would score. You just stay was... in the back, like, all right, what's up? It, it was kind of like a creeper, you know. You like your your the defensive midfielder is like the the first, you know. If the goalie gets the ball, he wants to get it to his fullback, and then that fullback or outside fullback wants to find that defensive midfielder. The defensive midfielder will then, you know, distribute to the offensive midfielder or the wings. You right. know, so he's kind of like the little engine that begins from the defensive side that still has to attack, but has to be more of defensive mindset. Right. So you're like 70 defense, 30 offense. Yeah, yeah, but I'd say like 60-40, you know, okay. because I was I was 
Because you were scoring goals. I, I was a forward. <laughs> I was a forward my whole life, you know. But just I think in college, you know, I I I just ended up. He he used to call me Zeus, because I was like, I just was fucking strong, and I and I won every headball, and you know, jumped over everybody, and I was a great teammate, you know. I was a great teammate. I made some stupid plays. He always, you know, it's like everybody. He would always get on you, and I think that was his specialty. He was a. a, a Psychologist, so he would, you know, he would abuse you, like, you know, make you feel like shit. Right. Like, oh, you think you're good? Knows what to say. Oh, he knew what fuck to say. Yeah, it would fuck you up. Fuck those fools. Yeah, because you go back, you know, <laughs> you, you go back, and then you're in front of all your teammates, and this guy just embarrassed you. Yeah, you know? just talking shit. Like, fuck, we're human, dog. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, you know, that was. I think that was a. a Let me go get high now, dude. A great person <laughs> in my life that coming from. You know what I went right through out, yes. to go right into college and have that guy kind of like you know above like he you know he was on me so and then at that point I I, I you know didn't do shit moved back to New York you know was uh, working on the ice cream truck you know shout out to Mr Softy you know <laughs> hey those are fire though you know what I mean my my, my boys and, and friends of mine that I grew up with ended up owning forty ice cream trucks during <laughs> during you know all these years and that's another cool story we used to. Be on those trucks fighting with other drivers for spots and damn, you know, I did that for two years and was like, damn, I, I'm I'm an ice cream fucking truck driver. <laughs> like, what is I'm what's up? cones? Yeah, so I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I I ended up um, uh, you know, having having a, a, a knucklehead friend too. Let's just call him a knucklehead, you know, from the neighborhood. Want me to move out to Vegas? And he's like, yo, bro, let's fucking. You know, I want to grow out there. I heard you. You know, you're the guy. You know, you know, you at least know a little bit. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. I show I've up. Trimmed. I've trimmed at 16. Yeah, I trimmed at 16. I'll take on. I this, know what's up. I'll take this project on. You know, I'll take this project on. You know? I got a. I got a family member. Yeah. So I, I I go out there, and this guy's got a kiddie pool of like three plants that are fucking mite infested. Ugh. And I'm just like, wow, like. What the fuck is this? This guy just dragged me out from Vegas to a kiddie to, pool with to three Vegas, plants. To live in Vegas <laughs> to change my whole life around to to you know for do three this, plants for three plants that are you know, mite. that are mite infested. And I was like, fire, nice, you know. So then we, you know, obviously didn't work. At that point, I was kind of like on my own, and um, you know, one one of my one of my buddies out there was like, yo, we gotta go to Humboldt. I was like, where? He's like Humboldt. I was like, what's there? He's like, that's where they fucking... The weed mecca of the world. That's where, they, that's where all the fucking weed is. Yeah. I was like, let's go. Sounds you know? like a movie. Be it sounds like the beginning of a movie. So, <laughs> so you know, we, we we go up there, you know, uh, 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 me, the knucklehead friend. Did you know anyone or you just randomly just, world, let's just go? So he knew one kid. He knew one kid that lived up there and invited us. And once we got there, he was like, why did I invite these guys? He's like, we were just loud, and we're like in Humboldt, and like in a part, you know, in a house, and we're just, we just, you guys are new, yeah, loud, a bunch of New Yorkers, all loud, like hip, hippie mountain men. Oh yeah, we were, we <laughs> now going back now, you know, I've been here twelve years. I'm like, fuck, man, we were fucking obnoxious, you know, <laughs> like we were just loud and new, you know. So we 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 went up there, and I think, you know, my the two guys I was with, you know, they they ended up just kind of not really. Fizzling out with the guys we had met, right? And not lasting. Yeah, not lasting. And uh, uh, the one kid kind of had his own grow going on, and I was like, "Yo, let me help you," you know. And he's like, "All right, cool." So like, I ended up staying up there with him for like two weeks. You know, my buddies left. I stayed up with this, you know, kid that we went up there to just meet. You know, and I started throwing out like his plants and stuff. I was doing the dirty work. Right. You know, I was like, "Yo, whatever work I could do, I want to fucking learn. You, yeah, I want to learn." Doing so, all the grunt work. Yeah. Doing all the grunt work. So I was like fucking throwing out plants and this and yeah. that. 
And then, you know, obviously I was like, all right, cool. I'm not, I'm out of here. It was like two weeks. I'm cool. Went back to fucking Vegas. And, you know, I think just at some point or another, I was like done with Vegas. You know what I mean? I didn't want to fucking be there. That happens when you live there. I I, I met some cool people. Thank God it's kind of where like I ended up meeting someone that got me around the music industry. So there was a real plus there. So like at the time I was living in Vegas, my buddy was a, a, a bodyguard for Floyd Mayweather. Okay. You know, and, um, you know, shortly after he started working for Cash Money. Okay. For like Birdman, Lil Wayne, yeah. and everybody. So, you know, uh, at that time, he was Birdman's security. So he, I told him, I said, dude, next time he's around. And this is when like Cash Money was. This is when Cash Money, you know, just, just started getting going. I think Drake just started, you know, coming coming on the label. Uh, he, he was around Wayne and everyone, obviously, for a little bit before that. But like, you know, this was when they just right. were starting to all form Nikki. Everybody was, was, was getting together. And um, you know, I met Birdman, and you know, I brought some brought some smoke to him. I was like, "Here, bro, here's a gift. You know, nice meeting you." And he gave me the you know the Birdman hand roll. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt." You know, so I was like, "All right, cool, I fuck with it." You know. <laughs> so the next thing, <laughs> for I, those of you that don't know, he just did the fucking <laughs> he rubbed his hands together. You know, I got a, I got a, I got a hand rub. You know what I'm saying? A little, a little doubt. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, "All right, cool." So Birdman, fucking, you know, shout out Birdman. You know, he, uh, I told my boy next time they come, just let me know. I think it was. Lil Wayne just got released from jail, you know, and they were going to come do a show in Vegas. I was like, yo, I want to be there. Let's go. So, you know, I started coming around and uh, I I think I ended up meeting, you know, DJ Khaled. You know what I mean? I met Khaled out there and met my buddy. uh, 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 You started getting the keys, dog. I started getting the keys, you know what I mean? (laughs) I started meeting Khaled, you know, and then, you know, met met, met some uh, 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 cameraman at the time. You know, he was a really nice kid. Days one, shout out days ones, you know, and, um, we just kept the communication, you know, so like I move and I get back now, you know, they, they, they're out there in Vegas. I see all this, all these shows. And I'm like, fuck, now I'm just stuck in Vegas. I, I wanted to get out of there. I just went back to New York City. I went back to New York City. It just wasn't happening. But that's when I started connecting more with like Khaled and stuff and like his team, you know, and everybody around. They started, you know, shout out J1s, you know, uh, uh, J1s was it's still my brother till this day, and you know he believed in me. Thought I was a great enough guy to bring around, and um, you know he, he he was in the city. And uh, um, next thing you know, he's like, "You need to meet this kid Ben, because you guys would get along." You know, he was a pothead, he was a producer, and you know, you know, it, it's difficult sometimes when you're, you know, um, when you're when you're when you're working and you're young and you know you you're you're out there. It's like. They don't know many people when they get to different cities, so it was pleasant having a, a, a good face like me in New York for them. So like, you know, we would we would meet up and smoke, and <laughs> they I, would know like you were the you were the player. Like if they're in yeah. New York, they're like, all right, well, Piff got us. Yes, all yes, right. yes. I mean, you know, that's the great way. Weed brings builds many friendships. Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, I was I was hanging around Khaled, you know, and and he, 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 I was blessed and thankful enough that he you know allowing me to hang around his crew and introducing me to like their whole team and i was like dude I, I i've been around this shit for like two years now you know i've met some people and 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 seen enough to know like if you're loyal and you're good you may not you may not need that musical background just to get in you know you may end up picking up another role around just you know getting in the mix helping yeah, networking is yeah major yeah, yeah you know i've seen guys you know picking up backpacks and and work, walking with the guy and being the first all, all that stuff is the beginning 
of you want to know how you're going to get into the music industry, that's, you know, one-on-one shit. Like, you know... Become it, a it, puzzle piece and fit the puzzle, dog. That's Find it. where you fit. That's it, you know? Uh, figure there's out... There's a piece for you. There's a place for you somewhere. Some people come around and they come around and they cost money, you know? And they just don't do anything. Some people come around and... You know, they'll they'll help a little bit. So even if it costs them money to be around, at least they're helping. So it kind of, you know. And then, you know, some people were going around, you know, hooking them up and taking care of them and, and getting in. So there's 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 ways to work into it. And, and I think after two years of doing that, when I, when I met Ben, I was kind of like intrigued on learning how to make money in the music industry after just, you know, smoking it, right. giving it. It's like, yo, how can I make money? Yeah. So, you know, my best friend Gus, you know, we... we, we we were just talking, you know, and we were just talking, and he was like, yo, call Andrea. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's right. I know a flutist. You know, I know a flutist. You know what I mean? She was a Juilliard flute. Uh, flutist. I play the flute. <laughs> yeah? You play the flute for real? I learned on Twitch. Listen. I could drop, I'll drop a melody, dog. Really? What? Let's go. I'll get, okay, anyways. So, <laughs> so you had a flutist. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm like, yo, I'll put that. Yo, let me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so 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 I got a little lighter anyway. Yeah, so you met the flutist. So I, so so the flutist. I didn't meet the flutist. So the flutist was actually one of the ice cream drivers. Shut up. She was on the fucking ice cream trucks. <laughs> she was one of the um, drivers, and honestly, like. She used to make more money than all the drivers, and, and like we were all hustlers, and we're like, "Yo, how the fuck is she fucking making this money? It's crazy, you know." But like, she was a hustler. She was just, you know, working. She would go to spots that, just like us, you know, that you shouldn't be serving ice cream in. They were all restricted, but it's kind of like Times Square and all these places that right. you're, you're not so, allowed. To be you're there, there until they kick you out. Yeah, you're there, and you know, you run it up, and then the boom, they, you know, you see it. The thing is, the vendors hated us because. We would see the cops coming, and we would just drive off, and like they were, they, yeah. they couldn't because they were there. So just like, pack, yeah, they, yeah, we were on wheels, and then we, yeah. you know, they're signaling us from up the street. Yo, they're coming, they're coming. So we, you know, we had it all set up. Sorry, you gotta go, folks. Ice cream's done. Bye. Yeah. Meow. No, yeah, <laughs> a, a cone in the window and everything. You know, we were out <laughs> as you're handing it off. <laughs> <laughs> so she was a flutist. Just so she was, she was a flutist, a Juilliard flutist, and I was like, yo, How, that's crazy. You fucking a Juilliard flutist, and you're fucking working in an ice cream truck. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, it is sad. It is sad because you know she she ended up being uh uh, uh she was uh you're she, right out of jail in the ice cream truck. She's fucking out of college in ice cream She's truck. She's out of like, college what? and, you know, <laughs> thinking her whole career was going to be about music. I think she ended up doing, you know, some some work in the industry prior to meeting me and never got any credits for it. And I was kind of like, yo, that's some <laughs> bullshit. I'm, I got you, you know? And um, I started, uh, I told her, I was like, send me flutes. She's like, what do you, what do you mean send me flutes? And I was like... Just send me sounds, you know? <laughs> I didn't even know the terminology. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know the terminology, you know, send me, you know, right. send, send me a melody. Send me some melodies, yeah. Right, right. So I was like, send me flutes, you know? And and, and she's like, here's a wood flute, here's a plastic flute. <laughs> right, right. <Here's> a <laughs> next thing you know, 20 flutes show up. I'm like, no. Um, you know, I was like, I, I sent I sent over, um, you know, what, what she had done. I asked my buddy, I was like, yo, I have some live instruments. Can I send them to you? And and, and, and I send over uh, uh, um, a raw flute melody. And um, he like hits me back like like a week later. He's like, "Yo, Busta Rhymes cut that." I'm like, "What? What? <laughs> like, what? You, what? 
what are you talking about? Like, are you serious? He used a flute. I was like, I got a violin now. <laughs> you know? So, so you know, like me, I was like, I, I'm pimping, I, I'm pimping <laughs> flutists. Well, you know, it, 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 it was it was weird because at the time, you know, it, I got a keyboard player. <laughs> you know, and that, and, that, and that's and that's the next thing. It was like at the time, right? I think I have attempted to try to bring some of my friends around, but once I started bringing around like a lady. You know, a little lighter than than the male approach in the studio setting. You know, that was just bringing in some, you know, uh, obviously some classical music. For for a lot of the guys in production, it was like, okay, cool, I want to vibe because you know, we might we might learn something. It's it's, it's a different it's, yeah. it's a different person to cook with, you know, and um different spices in the recipe. Yeah, yeah. So she so she did. She did that, and then I was like, yo, we're going to come to Miami, bro, and we're going to record. Did you get, did you guys get any piece off that Buster sample? Or? So, no, no, you know, it, uh, again. Or so, that just get you a taste, you're like, ooh, we can do this. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Again, so he he recorded it. You know, it was it's a song that was never released. Okay. But, you know, obviously, I I, I got a chance to, 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 you know, get a snippet, you know, from, you know, an ear and on there and see what's going on and get the excitement. Like, damn, he really did cut this, you know, and, um. Um, I was I was like shit. I grew up watching Busta as a kid, and I'm like, yo, this is, this is amazing. You right. know, this is cool. So I told him I was like, yo, I want to come to Florida, and um, I want to record with you guys. So I I, I had set up a, a trip around New Year's to bring both girls, the violinist and the flutist, to go to Florida to record. Um, you know, we end up getting in, you know, uh, uh, these sessions with, 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 you know, my man, Ben Billions, Lunch Money, Breath Beats Daily, Derek, all the boys, you know, we, I, I, this is where I meet these guys, you know, and I go down there with, with the girls and they're just, you know, they're recording, they're recording. And like, you know, it, it, it was such a amazing addition to everything else. Cause it was live instruments that someone didn't play, you know. It was like you; these guys were some of the most talented you've ever seen. But it was just nice to see, um, you know, a different spice come in the room, right? right? Someone coming in with the harp and just going. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> I think I think at the time we end up, um, you know, doing doing a whole bunch of recording, you know, for three four days. I think we made about like 30, 40 beats. You know, I had like, okay, cool. This is a really this is my first right. taste of production. You know, sat there for. Days on and days in, just you know what's going on. Watching music being created off of just you know go melody, yes, yeah, r- raw melodies. Like hey, start from something scratch, you know, and um, you know, and um, that was my first taste of it. And when I got back, you know, a couple months later, he's like, yo, um, we we, we got a placement on the Rick Ross album. What? I was like, what? I was like, fire on the Rick Ross Mastermind album. You know, it was a, a song called Paradise Lost. You know, and um, it was real, real musical, and it was my first actual credit. You know, it was like my first music credit, and I was like, "Wow, I'm seeing my name on some shit." You know, and obviously I'm around Ross too now a bunch, hanging around him, and you know uh, his, his whole crew. Uh, uh, shout out Rose. Uh, you know, everybody. You know, uh, 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 I wanna. Uh. <laughs> Sam Sneak, everybody. You know, rest in peace, Black Bow, Slab. You know, all these wonderful guys that so just... That's know. crazy just, just how cannabis is just, like, taking you because you're you just fucking trimming with your family member, traveling, letting the way of the cannabis take you, just hooking up, 
you know, you're like, yo, I like your music. Here's a bag. And the bags lead to you getting in the studio. You learn just like, I want to be a part of this, realizing what piece you are. Like, I know people that play instruments, getting yeah. the samples in. Yeah. And yeah. now you on Rick Ross's album. Yeah, I mean, you know. Is, is the piff around yet? Or are you just like, is this? You know, I, I've always been Nick the Piff. You know, the, the, the I never had um, the belief in my head that, you know, cannabis would be a career. You know, like that's Facts. not something you grow up and say, hey, I'm going to grow up to be a fucking brand, you know, a weed brand. Yeah, no, never. Dad, you know? so Today, kids wait. Kids are growing up saying they want to be like a TikToker or a YouTuber or a yeah. fucking weed person. But when we were growing up, there was no it's, such thing. It's 15, 16 years old. I'm running around uptown, you know, smoking haze, getting the haze, and going back to the neighborhood. My boy Pat, you know. Call him the did, you know. It's like, yo, Nick the Piff, bro. You're Nick the Piff. That's it. Like, you just keep coming with this Piff and hey shit. And I'm like, it just, it just kind of like, you know, that name just sunk with me. Everybody was just calling me Piff. And okay. I think, I, I think I named my dog Piff shortly after that, you know. And I still got my boy right around, you know. And um, yeah, just the name, just since young, and I think throughout the years, like, I prided myself in like, not you not knowing. My brand or name or whatever, you know, I prided myself in learning your friendship and learning who you were before I was like, let's take pictures with you. Yes. You know, I love so, that. So it, 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 the road was, you know, you know, 12 years here, you know, we're here 12 years now, but like, it, it, it's not something you can plan because if you're genuine and you really, you know, I was really. I was amazed at some of the things I got to see, some of the coolest things, go to, you know, all-star games, sit front rows, do do cool stuff, and, and, and see dope fashion, and, you know, meet cool people, and see a lot of cool shit to get inspired. So I knew, just from growing up where I grew up, like, yo, you don't do certain things, you know? You, you, you don't go ask somebody for the picture and get all hype and, you know, uh, especially if he's not your friend like that, you know? Rather be like, hey, man, you know, nice to meet you. I'm yeah. such and such. I'll see you soon. Yeah, hopefully we see each other. <laughs> we smoke one, you know, and then from there, yeah. from there it go, you I, know? Yeah, yeah, take a picture. Like, unless it's like a, a photo op opportunity yeah. where, like, they're taking pictures with people already right. and it's already in that mode, like, all right, I'll, I'll sneak one of these fanboy pics in. But usually it's like, let's just chill and vibe. We're real people. Yeah, I, th- I just want to like hang out with you as a real person. I feel like that's that's what has gotten you, uh, you know, so far. And you know, I I always take pride in that too. Just being yeah. genuine and and organic and having a passion for it, and not trying to force shit. Because people will see right through that fake bullshit. Yeah, especially if you're a culture vulture. No, a hundred percent. And that's and that's what I was picking up on. I would just see people's faces and and how they would see other people who came in the room. And, and, and again, coming around and, and being around Birdman, you know what I mean, to come up. He was very Ooh. militant. You know, his shit was militant. They didn't play nothing. There wasn't no extra faces. His security wasn't allowed to talk to girls. They weren't allowed to do nothing, bro. Everybody had to do their job, sit there. It was like, it was very militant. So, like, here I am now. I'm hanging around them, going around and seeing that. Like, yo, this guy's not allowed in this booth. You can't have this guy. You can't, you know, this guy can't talk to this person. All this, you know, you know, just specific shit that you got to learn throughout all these years. And, um, you know, I, I, I was blessed. I was blessed that, you know, they, they you know, my, my buddy Troy, you know what I mean? He he, he was uh, a stun as, you know, say, say, you know, like a brother to him and, and still till this day, a brother to him, you know, and, um, he was vouching for me everywhere. He was like, nah, this guy's fucking amazing. He's great. He's like, he's coming everywhere we go. And, you know, 
everybody's seeing me. Wayne, you know, I got to meet Drake during that time, you know? I got to, you know, I'm in the strip club in King of Diamonds. And we're out there just fucking partying. And I'm like, I turn, I just, you know, look to my right and, you know, and rub elbows with my buddy Chubbs. And I'm like, yo, we really in this fucking place right now? This place is lit. I mean, you know, people are... Girls are fucking coming down from stripper poles on the roof. Money's flying. There's a boxing match happening. I was like, yo, this place is fucking... <laughs> what is going jumping, on? You know? he, he, he walks me over and was like, yo, this is Drake, you know? And I'm like, wow, what a pleasure to meet you. And what a fucking nice dude, bro. Just nicest guy ever, you know? And um, I was just like, wow, this is fucking cool. And, I, and at the time, now, you know, I'm back in New York, you know? I met all these people and I did all this shit. And I was like, yo, I, I, I need to go to... Um, uh, 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 California. I want to move. I want to get out of New York. I want to go to fucking, you know, Cali. You know, I want to be out there. I want to go to Humboldt. You know what I mean? So I fucking end up uh, just, just you know, meeting my wife, you know, till this day. You know, we, we, we got real, real, real close in a couple, couple months period. And I was like, yo, I'm kind of fed up with New York. You know, I was like, I just met a lot of great people when I was out West. And I feel like if I, if I, if I moved, you know, to Humboldt, you know, got shit popping again, you know, maybe right. I'll be able to like go go down and, you know, do my thing. So she was out with Humboldt? She's like, yeah, she was fucking down. We fucking rented a Cruise America RV, packed up the dogs during Hurricane Sandy, you know, and drove across country and parked in fucking Humboldt off Highway 36 and just fucking, we couldn't even leave because it snowed. So we were stuck there for months. So I was, you know, living on my buddy's property and, um, you know, we were fucking, you know, they were growing weed and, you know, we had brought some friends up and we were just hanging. Honestly, I was just riding quads and just uh, smoking weed because my buddy had it all, you know, dialed in. We didn't really have to. You were just helping out. Work. Yeah, I didn't even have to help out. They, they were, it was, it was, he's like, just have fun. You know, cool, cool, cool Cali guy. You just know like, I mean? enjoy it right now, dog. Get yeah, yourself, you'll, you'll figure it out. Yeah. So we, you know, we were up there living up there for a bit and, um. Just, you know, different lifestyle. You know, different lifestyle, obviously. I yes. ended up living in the water right in Trinidad. You know, got to go down, see the little, you know, sea lines and all that cool shit on the beach. And, you know, lived lived up there. And I was like, yo, this is dope, you know? And um, I think I think just it was like six or seven months, you know, after living on the on the hill for three and then, you know, near a beach for four. I was like, yo, we, we need a change, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we need to get down. So... I, I, you know, that's when I ended up moving down to L.A. You know, I just moved down to L.A. And I was like, yo, you know, I, I knew some people in music, you know. I knew they were, you know, living in, in, in certain areas. And I was like, fuck, man. You know, I was like, I would, I would, I got, you know, I'll come down there. <laughs> Came down here and next thing you know, I was just connecting with, with the same people that I was connecting with in New York. So networking, you know? network, yeah. network, network. Network, network, network for the last fucking forever, you know. Didn't even know I was, I honestly didn't even know I was networking. Like, I didn't even know, like, that's yeah. what it meant. Like, that's it, was just, how- it was just organically happening. For real. And so. and you just, uh, uh, just said, in L.A., and L.A. is, of course, the epicenter of a lot of shit. Yep. And everyone's out here, so you probably just network with the right people and yeah. kept that same organic, genuine, piff lifestyle. Yeah, yeah I, was, I, was, I was blessed to meet, you know, all my good friends that I have, too, out here in L.A. that, you know, we're, 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 we're even at my weddings, you know what I mean? You know, my buddy Belly was just shout out to, you know, everybody in the XO team as well. They've, they've supported me as a friend and family member around here, um, you know, and 
again, I mean, there's not really any group. I don't think I've, I've. I think that's the first time I met you. Was that? I think I met you in Vegas. Was that? I, I think it was at like a New Year's in Vegas. I think like I don't know, dude. I don't know. I remember we were we were all hanging out one time and just raging. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm not. I think we were. I don't remember. I mean, Vegas. I've been to Vegas for New Year's, but um. I don't remember. Anyways, yeah. but I just remember, uh, you know, we we linked because of our passion for cannabis. You had a bag. I had a bag. I think we all had bags, the group we were with. And, uh, um, you know, we just, I met you through mutual friends. And uh, to just see um, the evolution and, and to see how much, because the brand you've created, to see how much you've gone from the story you told and just networking and just having a passion for cannabis and yep. coming to L.A. and then just seeing how it is and just creating a brand and I see you in compliance stores now I actually went yep. to I actually went to a dispensary a legal dispensary and saw the piff on the shelf and I was like let me support my boy let me buy some of the fucking you know the piff bro I was, I was so blessed to, to you know to have some of my really good friends out here you know who were, who were doing their 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 brand you know shout out to Packwoods you know they've been on the shelf killing the game you know rolling loud festivals I mean just some hard working people with a love for fucking cannabis that actually, you know, was like, you know what, Piffster, we're throwing you in. You know, we see your value. You're a great guy. You know, you've been good. Let's go. You know, and 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 that's that's the tough part I think about this industry is like sometimes you you pair up with the wrong people at first. You know, you meet this person, you meet that person, and we learn. You live and learn. Yeah, you know, you help the wrong guy. You, you believe, hey, I'll, I got your back. I'll, I'll make your brand pop off. I'll help you. I'll introduce you to all my friends. Whatever I can do to help your brand, you'll have my back later. That's the fucking belief out here. They love to sell that story, and um, you know, these guys didn't sell me a story. You know, they were like, yo, do this, do this, and 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 it'll happen. So you know, I I don't think I've ever uh uh uh. uh, uh invested into myself until like my wife kind of fucking pushed me you know and she was like bro that's what it usually you, is if you don't focus on yourself and push the brand and you and you and you it'll never work you know and like we started doing the show and she was helping me side by side with me at that show you know meeting customers making them smile laughing joking and people were like yo this is a dope brand this is like some real you know family shit you know and they saw that it was just you know, myself behind it, but, uh, you know, behind every wonderful guy, you got a, a, an even more wonderful woman that will will help, will help you keep your head in line. You Shout know? out to the ladies. You know? My lady always on my ass, too. Like, yo, you always yeah. doing shit for everyone else, dog. What's up with you? I'm like, yo, but I love helping people. And I, I, try to, I, try to explain, <laughs> I try to explain us as men like this. You know, we, we're say we're going out into the woods and we're coming back with food. And the lady will be like, all right, what are you going to get? And we're like, I don't know. I'm just going to go out there. I'm going to come back with some food. You know, I'm going I'm to get something. <laughs> so, you know, we, we're just, we kind of go out there with kind of no plan. We know if we're out there, something will happen. Let's you know? just do it. Yeah. Ladies are, you know, there's there's more structure. There's yeah. more. Organized. You know, organization behind it. So, like, I think until you, A, one, can respect a lady to the level, you know, not have that, like, I'm a man shit and fucking not, and, you know, and I'm, I got it, I got it, you know. Uh, when you can start doing a little bit of that, and you know, and obviously we, we we have two wonderful children that you know raising children will also put a different outlook on on you know your lifestyle and yes. the decisions you make. Yes. Um. You know, your time is is limited. And like I said, I think um. Family, you know, family has really 
pushed this Piff brand, you know, out there. You know what I mean? And 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 good friends around it. You know, you yourself. You know, at the shows, Piff, you should come out here. You know, it's a great place for you to showcase your brand. You know, shout out five. Yo, points. I love what. I, like your your. Whenever I get a Piff bag, I'm excited, dude. Like your flavors are are always yeah. on top. Uh, the I, I can't even remember the names, dude. So Guanja, Guanja, yeah, Guanja yeah, I mean, is fire. Uh, the Piff, of course, you know I love the haze. Look, we the the, the haze, you know. Shout is out, that, when is where what what out, up, dude? Shout out Flamingo Farms, you know. They're coming out with this fucking wonderful haze that we're gonna you know do this collab on. You know that's my brother that uh you know when when I had met them they were. Just about to stop growing that plant, and I was like, "No, no, 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 no. we got to do more of it. We need yeah, it. We need please. it." And he's like, "Please, really? They're like, yo, you believe? Okay, great." And then we we're a bunch of believers, and then finally they had another person with the same passion, and you know, and God bless, you know, his dad was such a fucking maniac who held on to this thing. He is, you know, the actual uh, uh, old school legend who, you know, kept this genetic around for thirty years, and you know, we. Um, we're we're fortunate enough to have it drop at the end of this January, you know, and we're gonna we're gonna have Let's that haze go. in there, and and you know, right now we we've been doing the guanja, you know, Uma Uma Sonoma, you know, shout out their whole cultivation team. When you walk into a place and see like the most amazing people and everyone's happy and smiling, and each of their products are coming out like that, you know, I got a, a guanja, a gelato, thirty three Thinman cookie. Let's cross. go. You know, so where can people find Piff? Like, what is there like a website? Is there social media? Is there so you know you you can always find me at thepiff.com, which is T H E P I F F F three Fs. Um, you know, we're about to launch the website. You know, we're gonna have a bunch of the merch that you see here: the the ashtray, the robe, the slides. You know, there's a couple of other cool items. You know, you go on there. And I see. love the hooded robe. I feel like a fucking. It's like a. It's like a smoker's robe. It's the smoker's cape. You it's know, it's like a smoke. It's not even. It doesn't even feel like a bathrobe. It yeah. feels like a smoke. It's not a smoker's coat. Yeah. And it's not a bathrobe. It's like a smoker's robe, yep. dude. Yeah. It's so fire. You know, shout out my boy. I've been wearing that shit on on my live streams on Twitch, dude. I mean, just fucking feel it with the big ass cigar and the slides on. I feel royalty. Now I got the ashtray. Let's shout out my go. boy Dougie Hitman. You know, Dougie Hitman with the. Uh, Another cool guy, been around the industry a long time, you know. And in this world we live in, we 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 go off of vibes, you know, and who we connect with, not based upon, you know, this one has this situation. We know that guy. We what an awesome guy, actually. I think you introduced me to Dougie too at the fucking Chalice Coffee Shop. You know what I mean? And you know, probably. He, ne- I don't know. Ne- yeah, yeah. You know, you were, you were, you were. You know, and he he didn't. He's like, you don't got the haze. Oh, because the piff. Con- yes, because yeah. he was always about the piff, and I and yeah. I showed him. Yep. And he's like, what the fuck? Why get sound like Tasmanian Devil? And I yeah. was like, yo, bro, like, hold on, it's my boy. But yeah. And you, and yeah, that's awesome. Nice guy, you know. And and again, you know, he uh, was 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 nice enough to connect me with, with, with a good friend of ours that, uh, um, you know, makes all of my stuff. and Okay, so I know where you got it. Because I connected here with them. Okay, I know. I got you. Yeah. I got I mean, you. You know, it goes around, you know? We out here, yeah. As long as Adam's the family's everywhere. getting it. As long as the yeah. family's getting it, we good, dude. Yeah. We good. Well, fuck, dude. I feel like that was a... I, I, did, I learned a lot, dude. Yeah. I learned a lot. And it's so inspiring to hear, you know, your story, you know, just a fucking soccer player. Yeah. Discovered weed, yep. fell in love, decided that you're gonna be your passion, and now you yep. out here with the legal brand on the market, just growing, got merch, created so much hype, got new brains, brands getting. Are you still doing music stuff? Are yeah, you still- yeah, yeah. We were, we were, 
we were. Um, I remember I had to send custom blunts to Coachella for an artist or some shit. So yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. We made. Um, uh, you had you had a, 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 a rifle made up, a sniper gang. A sniper rifle gang, yes. For Kodak, you know. For Kodak, yeah. Shout out Kodak, man. Hope you hope he's, And hope you guys he's were well. at Coachella, and I was in LA, and you're like, yo, we need these blunts, and you guys sent an Uber. And you from. fucking made it happen. <laughs> and you I just sent the blunts in the Uber. Yep. And just the blunts by themselves went all the way <laughs> to funny. Coachella. And somehow it found you guys and yep. you guys got the blunts. Yeah, you know, and, 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 and <laughs> uh, here we are, you know, years later, the music's still fully in effect. You know, we've been blessed to be a part of three platinum albums. One of them went double platinum, Carter Five. Let's go, you know, dude. Dying to Live, Kodak, you know, uh, Project Baby 2. You need a keyboard player. I got one, You dude. know, we... we we, you know, and, and, and shout out my brother Ben Billions for, for, for believing in me and, uh, you know, bringing the, the the instruments around, you know. It's it's one of those things of the industry, regardless of, uh, you know, I definitely earned my work and did my work. But, like, you know, at the time, it was something that he was like, cool, th this could work, you yes. know, and having his vision with it. And we were the first to really just start bringing flutes around heavily. I don't want to say the first. Like, I just, we didn't hear it concurrently through a hip-hop beat. I think off the corner, you know, Meek Mill was, was one of the... First, and then there was so many, you know, flute beats coming in after. So shout out everybody who who loved the flute. You know, who cares? I'm, I'm happy. Just I so get down know, on the flute, bro. I mean, you know, just so they know, like, Piff, you know, started from the flute. You know, started from the flute. Now we here, dude. That's it. Started from slanging ice cream cones <laughs> to slanging legal packs in dispensaries. That's it, man. You know, and yeah, we're 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 fully legal now, and we're blessed to be on uh uh uh, uh from. You know uh, That traditional uh, lifestyle To the compliant lifestyle You know Shout out Cookies For putting me on Some of their beautiful shelves All across their Most popular stores The Lemonade stores The Greenhouse Collective You know So many So many places I could just Sit here right now And be like Damn thank you You know Burners on hate Everybody just You know Thank you. You know, thank you for everybody who believes. Hey, man. In yeah, when you're a good person, you got good products and, uh, uh, you know, a great brand, people are going to fuck with you, dog. Like, I, I like to work with people that I get along with and that I don't have to be frustrated. Like, fuck, I got to talk to this fool. Like, I ain't trying to work with people like that. You know yep. what I'm saying? So, uh, uh, to... For people to want to work with you and to, to it's it's good, Doc. I mean, you're a good person. You did shit, and it's good to see you succeed. And I'm fucking, I, I'm hyped to see what else is coming in 2021 with all this amazing merch drop. Look at the sweatshirt you're wearing right now with the fucking sparkled ass clouds with the piff coming at you blinging, like wow. blinging, blinging, you know. Obviously, you got a good team around me. You know, my my my, my designers. You know, wifey always uh with her creative touches too. You know, so I let everybody. Be, be be them, be creative and do their thing, you know, and I, I don't limit limit anybody, you know, is the key. That's right. Piff. Nick the Piff. Thank you, Adam. The Piff with three Fs dot com. You. Yep. Check it out. Check him out on social the Piff. Out here, I do an inspiring story. I fucking am excited and I can't wait for more of the Piff. Yep. And uh whatever you gave me was amazing too. I had smoked it all already. But uh, appreciate all y'all. A special shout out too to Kentron, who's been jamming on the Thank keys you, the whole time. Thank you, brother. Word up. I appreciate you, Ken, coming through. It's good to see you again. No doubt. Tickling the Ebony's and Ivories. Thank you, Andrew, for having us. Of course, Andrew Hayes Radio. Appreciate all y'all listening. I know you could be anywhere in the world doing whatever the fuck you want, but you're here listening. Hope you learned something. Got inspired, dude. Yeah, man. You inspired. And I want to go create a new brand right now. Yo, man, it could happen for anybody. I'm Just about to. Don't stop. Don't stop. Keep it going and. 
Be a good person. Yeah. Shout out to everyone watching. We appreciate y'all. Y'all already know the highest host, adamill.com for everything. Uh, highest host on Twitch. I be streaming daily. If you just listen to this randomly, don't fucking miss out, baby. You already know. I uh, appreciate all y'all. I think it, that's that was an hour already, dude. That shit is crazy. That shit went by so fast, bro. I thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you to everyone listening. I appreciate y'all. We're out now, okay? Bye.